The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Kurt, and welcome back to Farlands or Bust. Welcome back, indeed. This is episode... Woof! 503. Whoops. 503 of Farlands of Bust. Hey, Wolfie, how you doing? Let's uh, make sure we are in the clear here in episode 503 as we are going to continue to the Farlands on this day, Tuesday, September 8th, 2015. Whoops. Let's organize our inventory here. That way is east. That is not the direction we are going. That is the direction we are coming from. We are continuing west to those far lands and continuing to raise money for Child's Play Charity. Hey! Check out that segue. Uh, it actually would have been a lot better had I not pointed it out. But we are continuing to raise money for Child's Play Charity over at farlandsorbus.com. Now we've got the Guinness World Records bump. Finally! We are now up to $2,519.02. So I do appreciate... The support there, helping get toys, books, games to kids in hospitals around the world, as Child's Play Charity does. You can learn more specifically about the charity that we've been supporting since 2011 over at childsplaycharity.org. Look at this. Look at this! This is like a, a near-perfectly already created hidey hole for us. Uh, minus the spider infestation. But, uh, too bad. We are continuing on. Uh, east-west. West! Towards the Far Lands. Uh, so yeah, speaking of farlandsbus.com, the Guinness World Records bump also gave us the Guinness World Records uh, website overload, it would appear. Last couple days, far, you go to farlandsbus.com, it was loading very slowly. Still loading. Some pages would fail. I was a little bit suspicious that it might have been some sort of nefarious dealings, and it might have been. I don't, uh, care <laughs> to go look into log files to see what's going on, you know. Uh, whenever, whenever somebody gets any sort of notoriety on the internet, somebody else wants to spoil the party. So I was thinking it might have been nefarious situations, but I've never had such a, a spike to the website. Um, but I think actually what happened is a lot of outlets linked, specifically the Kotaku article and then from there all these other places, linked directly to the overviewer map. And that is by far the most taxing of, of uh, places to visit on the website, the overviewer map. Uh, so yeah, I saw like the majority of the traffic going directly linked to the overviewer map full screen uh, so I had to take that down. I took down the overviewer map. It's way out of date. Way out of date, anyway. But uh, in taking that down, uh, today, finally, the, the website is back up and running. As, as nominally. Everything is nominal, nominal, nominal. So, uh, yeah, so that's, the you know, I don't care that the website goes down. The, the, the stinky part is that that's where I send everybody, like I said, to donate to Child's Play Charity. That's where the uh, the widget is, where you click donate, and you donate to Child's Play Charity. 
but that's that's back up and running, so it, it's possible that uh, that was the reason why um, you know donations were a little bit lagged behind. Is that the website wasn't loading? I should. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe I should find a way to make like a a specific link to bypass the website to donate to Child's Play Charity. I'll have, I'll have to think about that. I'm I don't have to think about that. It's probably it's pretty simple to do. But uh, we'll we'll figure things out uh, to make sure uh, donations. The the main goal of the series is is achieved as it is. But uh, yeah, that's up and running. It is funny. I was I was in in my moments of mild concern. Looking at some some log files and the traffic patterns, uh, there are some crafty individuals out there who who are attempting to brute force their way into what they think is a WordPress website. Uh, you know, going for like the what would be admin files and directories that are not there. Uh, WordPress overall is not entirely secure by default, so I can understand why that's a, a hot target, but. Joke's on them, because this website ain't no CMS, WordPress, SQL, database-arranged situation. My websites are, are organically text file-created, free-range websites. They're made by hand. They are artisanal websites. There's no backends and backdoors to, to, to make your way into. It's all HTML, CSS... Simple, simpleton stuff. <laughs> so, sucks to be them. Uh, oh man, that's that's a reason, if any, to just keep your your websites simple and uh, uncomplicated in that in that regard. But I just I found that kind of funny, so I felt like pointing that out. Uh, that was always some jerk butts trying to spoil spoil people's parties. But uh, this party will continue on to the far lands. To the Farlands, indeed. And yeah, now, now like I said, the, the Farlands Bus website is back up and running, so you can keep going there to donate to Child's Play Charity. We're trying here in Season 6 to raise $60,000 for the aforementioned charity, so I, I appreciate the continued support. And I got a lot of... Woo! Suddenly, suddenly, my my notepad that I read my uh, topics and questions off of is, is filled to the brim with questions from all the, the kind donations, so we're just going to, I think... Woof, yeah, I know. We're just going to jump right into those. I think that's probably a good idea. Uh, got quite a few more viewers. Uh, if you have questions, ask them in the comments, and hopefully people answer them correctly. The The most common question is, why is it so laggy? Uh, it's not lag. This is simply a, a symptom, as it were, from being so far from spawn. We are at last count, last May, or the end of May, 2,266,779 blocks from spawn. So the coordinate system starts at 0, 0 is technically the center of the map. You might not spawn there all the time, but 0, 0, and then as you walk, the game keeps keeps mind of your coordinates in the X, Y, Z, and our coordinate, our longest coordinate, west, is that 2.2 million blocks from spawn, and as you get further and further out, the game gets less and less precise and a little bit more confused, I suppose, is a simple way to phrase it, as to where you're at. And uh, it's most easily illustrated by looking at the block selection box, this little one-pixel black border that you normally use to look at, you know, to work with whatever block you're working with. It's off! It's off! I say by two pixels, two texture pixels. Texels, as I've been corrected, as they're called. So the texture, the texture on the Minecraft block in default texture packs 
is 16 by 16 pixels. It's off by 2. The next time we pass another floating point, which causes that, it'll be off by 4. So, so get used to it, my friends. I notice that sometimes, uh, it depends. If I'm walking on a certain diagonal, it gives like a 3D effect. I don't know if you've ever seen those 3D images, uh, GIFs, where instead of doing like the red and blue, or the, the stereostopic cross-your-eyes vision, it actually just jitters between the two left and right images, and your brain kind of blurs them together to make like a 3D image. I saw that in the last episode. It kind of, because off in the distance it doesn't move as much, it kind of gives that appearance. I, I, I'm having a hard trouble... I'm having a hard trouble, my friends. I'm having a hard time recreating it here. But, yeah, it depends on the angle. It's kind of like this angle. Also, it also helps to have things in the foreground. Yeah, that kind of looked like it. If you if you if you cross your eyes enough, <laughs> it'll it'll look like a 3D image. But anyway, I digress. I digress. Let's get back ingress. And uh, wow, this day did this day not go by fast? Am I am I losing my mind? Is is being this far out like traveling near a black hole? Does it does it affect the duration of time based on the reference point of the observer? Or maybe I just got a late start on the day. Who knows? But uh, yeah, we've have got a, a bunch, a bunch of questions here. Speaking, hey, speaking of time travel in the future, we had a donation, a big donation, very generous donation from Stephen. I'm going to assume Stephen Colbert, just because he's on a press tour, because he's going to be back on TV soon. Let's just assume. Uh, Stephen, with a big donation, asks if you had a time machine and could go forward in time. Forward, that is technically if time travel, well time travel is possible, but that's technically the only direction you can travel through time. Uh, but you could go forward in time to witness any event, what would you choose? First human on Mars, Mojang finally fixing boats. <laughs> jokes! Ah, getting the jokes in there with this question. Uh, yeah, hmm, I don't know. That's, uh, that's interesting. Hmm. I don't, hmm, that's, that's a rough one. I said, let, let's think optimistically. <laughs> um, so, yeah, let's say we're doing all right in the future, as far as a, a species on our planet. Um, let's actually, let's make, ooh, this is, this is a crazy lopsided elevated hidey hole. Hmm, I'll have to think about this one really quick. Uh, but, uh, hmm. Let's let's sleep on that dream dream about it and I'll I'll be right back with you with the uh, with the answer with the answer to your query in the morning. And a time travelness. Hmm. Um first boots on Mars possibly I kind of want to go forward to see the first like finding life on another planet or or moon whether or not it be in the solar system or maybe an exoplanet but that would be a that's a that's a, a big question as to whether or not that would even ever happen uh, you know like if we're going to be around long enough for that to happen we are you know we're developing stronger telescopes that we can start to image exoplanets but uh, to to be able to identify the thin the thin veneer of life on the surface of another planet 
is, is, a, is a high order indeed. Um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe the development of artificial intelligence and the eventual doom of mankind. Um, hmm. Yeah, that's a rough one. That is a, a rough one indeed. I'm not sure what specifically I would go for on that. Possibly I'd go for, forward far enough for, like, the colonization of space. Not so much just to see, oh, hey, so, you know, we, we landed for the first time on Mars, but to, like, actually see humans living their lives on another planet, or perhaps in space. But even, yeah, I'm, I don't know, I, my pessimism just creeps into this. I'm like, that's never gonna happen. <laughs> We're gonna doom ourselves long before. Optimism time here on Farlands or Bust. Optimistic future outlook. Um, so yeah, I don't know. That was a good question. You know, Mojang finally fixing boats, though, would be a, a grand, a grand achievement for all mankind, don't you think? Oh, man. Whee! That, that was a little bit anticlimactic. Yeah. That'll do, that'll do, Sand. Got another very generous donation, this time again from Draver Sylvanus. Sylvanus. That one. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate all your very generous donations. Made uh, many appearances here. Uh, but uh, they ask if you would be streaming the doorbell... Oh, this is, a, this is a hypothetical little situation they're putting me in. The doorbell rings, you go to open the door, and Elon Musk is there. He asks you to join for a space mission. He's making house calls. Would you go back to the stream to mention it and shut the stream down? Or simply leave everyone in the dark and leave immediately? Do we need to call... Would we need to call the police if you don't come back from the door? Or assume you're in space now? Just assume I'm in space now. <laughs> I've said that before. That's the joke. That, for, what that comes from is I, I've said many times if, like, say, NASA were to show up at my doorstep, you know, with their clipboards and say, You there! We've developed a spaceship, but only you. It, it's it's meant specifically for someone, careful of a, who is six foot two and your exact weight. And that we're leaving for space, but you have to drop everything right now. And and go to space or go to Mars or whatever. I'd, I'd, you know, they'd look up from their clipboards at the door and I wouldn't be there anymore. I'd be in the back seat of their car being like, what's going on, guys? Let's go! Chop, chop! Got space to explore! Uh, that's, that's where that joke kind of comes from. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, it does appear like, uh, Elon Musk is, is making house calls to YouTubers <laughs> lately. Ah, reference. And, uh... Yeah, I don't know. I, that, that, I'd do that. <laughs> Let's go. I'd just leave the stream running. Just silence. Twitch would just have to shut me down for a violation of terms of service. But I wouldn't care, because I'm on the moon. I'm on the moon. You bunch of screws. Take that. Uh, <laughs> could you imagine? That's never going to happen. It's a bit depressing. Um, but uh, very, very uh, fun little question there. Yeah, I would. I would just leave. I wouldn't even pack a bag. I'd. I'd assume if they have arrangements for going to space, that they would arrange for getting me well equipped. I wouldn't need to bring. Wouldn't need to bring my own shoes or anything. Just be ready to go. 
other space-related questions. Watch that cliff edge there, Kurt. Space question here from the Ghost of Sabotage. The Ghost of Sabotage. Ooh. Woof. Asks, if you could name the first interstellar spaceship, what would you name it? Careful, Wolfie. Uh, I wouldn't name it the... what did they call it? Space Liner? Space Liner, the... Uh, sounds like some sort of... Some sort of plastic protective thing you put over your couches. Um, what, what, what did, what did the Boeing? There's the Dreamliner, the Airliner. Do they call it the Space li Starliner? The Starliner. I wouldn't call it the Starliner. Interstellar stellar spaceship. I don't know. All the like spaceships currently are all. Uh, you know, a lot of people don't really realize Columbia, Atlantis, Discovery are all based on. Other ships, like sailing ships of, of exploration and and Magellan and, and all those stuff. I don't know specifically. I'll have to look back. Look, look at the Wikipedia entry. They all mean something. Um, I don't know. Beagle? Based off of... Well, there already is a spaceship. Well, there was a spaceship. It was the, uh, the, the, the European Mars rover was called Beagle, but that failed. <laughs> uh, it was landing about the same time as the uh, as Opportunity and Spirit rovers were landing. But, uh, you know, Beagle, it was uh, Darwin's ship. Which I suppose if it's interstellar, you'll probably be going for a destination looking for, for life or evidence of life. On, on exoplanets and whatnot, that would probably be your target, would it not be? So Beagle seems... Seems a little bit appropriate. Uh, you'll have three ships. Do the, 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 the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa... No, that one. Columbus has kind of the whole... pillage and destroy kind of... A <laughs> little bit of a unfortunate kind of backstory with Columbus's journey, so I don't think we want to be naming our ships after his ships. Um, yeah, I don't know. Beagle seems appropriate. I'd say with that naming convention, I don't know if you could come up with anything to, you know, you can go back to, like, Roman stuff. Um, you know, naming things like Orion and Zeus and, and all that stuff. But I think that's a little bit overdone, don't you think? Don't you think? Isn't it time we start creating our own our own words? Name it the Farlander. The Farland... The, the Farlanded... <laughs> the Farlanded. The Farlander. It's an actual lander. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but yeah, thanks for those questions. And, and all the very generous donations. Uh, this one. This one from Jason. This one we're bringing things back down to Earth here. I have started a YouTube channel. Woo! I have started a YouTube channel. I said woo to the to the cliff. And and also, very congratulations to starting your own YouTube channel. Do you have, I'm wondering, excuse me, if you have any advice for someone starting out as far as building and maintaining an audience? I got this question quite a few times with, uh, you know, interviews and things around the, the Guinness World Records things. I think even they asked me. I still haven't watched that video. I'm not going to watch that video. <laughs> but it, it might be part of that video. Uh, what advice would you give? It, it It's a completely different ballgame than from whence I started. And uh, it, it's hard to say. I You know, just 
have fun. I mean, there are technical things you can do to grow an audience. There are like search engine optimizey things. You can you can play the right games and uh, give yourselves the right title. 1080p, 60 frames per second, PC gameplay, HD, no scope, you know, whatever. And, uh, you, you know, you can kind of game the system like that uh, and it'll probably work. You can start doing crazy jump scare, overreacting, uh, overacting face cam stuff, and it might work. It works for quite a few people. But to me, I don't know, that, that that's not the way... That is not the way of the Farlander. So... I, just have fun. All of, all of us, well, all of, all of the people I know, <laughs> started it just for fun, you know, just as a hobby. Uh, we ended up finding other people and then collaborating and then building simultaneous audiences or um, you know, going on our own and just playing games and doing the types of commentary we want to do uh, just to have fun. Um, and then the, the appropriate audience finds you. It doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be a huge audience or you're going to become a uh, a YouTube uh, famous millionaire or whatever, but an audience will find you, uh, and uh, as long as you're having fun, I think that's the most, you know, people, well, I don't know, I used to say people could tell if you're doing it just for, for uh, trying to get popular or money, uh, or if you're doing it for fun, but uh, even if they can tell, that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to fail because of that, I don't know. <laughs> Pessimism with Kurt J. Mack. Uh, <laughs> uh, just have fun. Don't just just play it for fun. Uh, you know, surround yourself with people, uh, and not just other Let's Players. You know, surround yourself with artists uh, who can help you. You know, make cool fan art or, or you know banners and stuff. Musicians even who can give you music uh, to use. Uh, you know, help, you know, find people who know, who can answer your questions about videos and encoding and audio and what equipment, you know. Uh, diversify, man! And uh, go to sleep, too. Remember, you should always get enough sleep. Uh, so we're going to do that right now and then continue in the morning. And awakeness. Indeed. Are you... Uh, you could probably use a bone. Let's see if I eat this. Watch that half a heart. Oh, no, that was all Wolfie. All right, good job. But yeah, thanks for that donation and, and good luck. Ooh, good luck uh, on the channel. Oh, I was trying to... I was gonna, ah, careful of it. Oh, well, so much for that bone I just fed you. Is it just me or is there just a lot of snow we're running into lately? It seems like there's an, an exorbitant amount of, of ice planes that were happening upon lately. I don't like it. This is probably not my most favorite of the biomes in this version. I mean, it can be cool if it happens in a place with cool terrain, but overall, I prefer boating over the ocean than sliding on ice. Well, Wolfie agrees. He slides and slips all around and it makes it hard for him to spawn. But anyway, yeah. Good luck there, Jason, with that. I mean, just be enthusiastic. I mean, there is a group of... Sorry, I, I'm, I'm not done answering your question. <laughs> Come back here. I'm not done with you. Uh, there are, like, there is a group of people that I've just started following who see, you know, maybe they've been doing it for a while, but they seem like they're, you know, they're still small channels or Twitches or, or whatever. 
uh, but they're still having fun. They're making it work somehow. Uh, you know, some of them are even uh, full time. You know, they're they're either cutting back in their their own real world lives or, or whatever, and they're just concentrating on this, trying to make it happen. And but they still seem to be just having fun because they found the group of people that are of similar size to them, of similar op- opinions and and gameplay, and uh, that's you know that's that's inspiring to me as a as a <laughs> as a pessimistic old curmudgeon on YouTube, the uh, yeah that sort of stuff is like yeah that's that's the kind of energy you want to be around uh, is the people who are just uh, on the on the on the upswing as opposed to on on the plateau or or whatever you know it, it's kind of it's a little bit it, it it is inspiring I suppose is the best way to put it. Uh, but yeah, I, I guess it's just surrounding yourself with the right people. And yeah, and you don't even have to surround yourself with people. That doesn't mean you have to do collabs. Collabs isn't the 100% path to success. Uh, you can do solo stuff. You can uh, make it work like that too. But but just to have like a group of people. It doesn't even have to be an organized group. You don't have to make some sort of conglomerate or, or mind crack or, or anything like that. You just... Uh, you know, just to, to to have not an audience, but a, a peers, to have peers, that's the word I'm looking for. Alright, I'm gonna stop talking about this, I'm starting to ramble. Am I not? That's this entire series. Firelands of Us. Watch a guy ramble. Uh, <laughs> uh, Guinness World Record winning. Uh, the, uh, the next question here, let's jump down a little bit uh, to... Ah, let's just answer this one. Uh, this one's anonymous. I don't have a name attached to this one, but uh, here we go. So me and my girlfriend, that is incorrect English, it's my girlfriend and I, uh, are vegetarians together. <laughs> they're vegetarians together. Apart, they eat meat like carnivores, but together they're vegetarians. Uh, and she's also allergic to gluten, like you. Being vegetarian isn't necessarily all that hard. The only part is going out to restaurants because your options are basically a salad or something Italian. (laughs) As you probably know, a lot of gluten-free options on menus are often meat. So any recommendations for gluten-free vegetarian restaurants? Uh, If they are romantic, that's a plus. Are are you asking me out? (laughs) What are you saying? Um, (laughs) But uh, I know this is hard already. Let's see here. Um, well, I don't know where you live. All the... I, there actually are some, some like, vegan and vegetarian restaurants. Uh, those restaurants more than likely will indeed have gluten-free options as well that, I you know, I'm aware of. But they're all just one-off, independently owned, that uh, probably aren't in your area. You just gotta search. They're normally not fancy restaurants either. They're, these are kind of like cafes, you know, where you order at the at the counter and then sit down and they'll bring you food to you or whatever, but uh, I've generally had good luck at places like that. Um, You know, a very interesting thing that was brought up to me from one of these places is tacos, but with ground walnuts. You know, instead of taco meat, it's it's walnuts. Are they walnuts? Are they... Yeah, yeah, walnuts. uh, Ground up and then, you know, just mixed in with like a a, a taco sauce or whatever. Uh, actually made that at home if you have a food processor get a get a bag of nuts grind them up good and just kind of saute them the same way you would taco meat 
And there you go. Did that sheep just turn from one color to white? Or am I losing my mind? Or did I, I... I think I was... I caught... I glanced the brown sheep out of my, my eye, and then I just glanced away and then glanced back and saw the white one. Anyway, I'm getting distracted. All the colors! Uh, so yeah, I'm just... You just have to search. You might have to... You know, a lot of these are kind of like in weird... Weird. <laughs> they're in sketchy parts of town. They're in, uh, you know, like, uh, they're not their own standalone restaurants. They're kind of in strip malls and things next to, like, a UPS store or whatever. Uh, so you gotta keep an open mind. But yeah, otherwise, yeah, restaurants are tough to go to. Seattle was weirdly, a, a, you know, a lot of people say, oh, it's it's kind of a hipstery, hipstery town. There's a lot of gluten-free stuff. Mm, it's a little bit rough, a little bit tough to find. The airport particularly, the airport was really crappy to try to find something uh, to eat at the airport. There was no, no gluten-free options. And, uh, yeah, Seattle was weirdly devoid. I mean, people kind of knew what it was, but I kind of... I expect service, dang you. <laughs> I expect special treatment, uh, but you could, yeah, yeah I, I was able to find stuff, I suppose. It's too much fish. So sick of fish. If I if I can get away never eating fish again, that'd be great. Um, but you're asking about vegetarian stuff. But yeah, you, you can always find stuff, I guess. Uh, you, you'll just have to create your romance uh, on uh, in your own kitchen. Wait, what? That sounds inappropriate. The uh, the <laughs> well, let's uh, change the topic. Why don't we? Um, <laughs> So yeah, I suppose thanks for coming to me for that advice, and uh, I'm sorry for letting you down. Uh, but yeah, there's there's options out there, I suppose. But yeah, I don't know that you're gonna find many like restaurants, cafes, little stuff like that that has vegetarian options. Uh, but restaurant, you know, restaurants perhaps not so much in my personal experience. Uh, but. Uh, yeah, okay, sure, why not? Let's do that. Tapas places are, are here. This is a strange thing. Tapas places. Little uh, Spanish tapas. You can usually get those. Those are romantic because you share your plates or whatever. Uh, those you can, you know, pick and choose from, from vegetarian options. You don't have to get the, the steak plate or whatever, the chicken skewers. You can. Uh, oh, I was about. <laughs> you can get the bacon wrap dates, I was about to say. <laughs> Wait, that's not right. Um, yeah, there's like vegetarian options there. Tapas places, I would recommend. Uh, of course, always always check ahead of time if they do the the gluten free options. And but they generally there are generally typically a lot of plates that are that are uh, vegetarian or whatever. So, indeed, dietary restriction advice with Kurt J Mac. Here we go. This one I'm uncomfortable answering. So it's from anonymous. More kind of romantic-y stuff here. Why am I? What this is? This is not the type of show I intended to create. Time for relationship advice with Kurt. This anonymous person asks. So my BFF, best friend, French fries. What? And I have gotten really close recently. She's so nice and sweet and positive. So basically my opposite. That's not gonna work out well, is it? Uh, overtly gushy things said, but I, oh, this is what I entered in. These are in brackets. He went on to say some pretty uh, gushy and kind of creepy things about her, his friend, so I'll leave that stuff out. Uh, <laughs> it's casting him in the wrong light, uh, um, or maybe the right light. Uh, right now, she has a boyfriend, and she's a senior in high school, so she leaves next year for college. What, if any, advice do you have? Well, if she has a boyfriend, then that's about all that. 
cookie crumbled. Is that what? That's about that. That's all she wrote. I, I don't know. That, I'm not no advice relationshipy thing. You're asking. You're, you're asking the wrong show, man. Um, just stay friends, I guess. I mean, I'm assuming that means you're younger and you're not going off to college. You're not going to be friends in World Gaunt. <laughs> when people go off to college, that's, they kind of, you know, that's a whole separate place to be. I don't know what to say. Thank you very much for your donation to Child's Play Charity. You're helping get toys, books, and games to kids in hospitals around the world. But I got bad news for you, kid. <laughs> um, yeah, if she's involved with somebody and that's not at all the intention of your friendship, then then stay with that. It's this is a weird. I don't know why I even see this. Is, these are one of those questions. You know, I don't answer every question given to Child's Play Charity, and this is probably one of those I could have left off the list. But I do appreciate your donation. And uh, I'm sure everybody in the audience here appreciates making me weird and awkward about trying to answer it. <laughs> but I, I am not... Oh god, I'm sorry, Wolfie. Why did you... What did you... Hmm. I was trying to make a nice beach here for you to enjoy, and then you go and get in, get in, the, get in front of my, my shovel. Oh wow, that shovel is sharp. <laughs> Alright, well I guess we're going to be feeding you all this food now. Boop. And... Up! Oh, I ate that. Dang it. Uh, so yeah, there, there's the type of question to avoid asking in the Child's Play charity donation thingamabob. Relationship advice. I have none of it for you. Good day, sir. No soup for you. But yeah, that's a weird question. It, it, it sounds like you're wanting permission to like try to be more than friends, but that is that is not not appropriate. Be a be a grown-up, you dang teenager. <laughs> um Oh man. I'm the worst. Um so yeah. And on that note <laughs> um, I'm terrible. And on that note, let us make the end of the episode Heidi Hall. I swear, this is not what uh, Firelands of Bust is normally about. Oh, that's not where I wanted to put that. I wanted to put that in the door, but I guess I failed at that. Oh, man. Welcome, new uh, new people and uh, viewers to Firelands of Bust. Make sure you subscribe <laughs> to see more weird, awkward commentary like this. And uh, make sure you donate to Child's Play Charity to uh, ask your own awkward, hopefully not, just normal questions about, about space, about... Uh, Time travel, about Minecraft, like we've got some uh, questions coming up here. Spoiler alert about Dirt Rally, spin tires, what my first job was, uh, moving out for the first time, what was that experience like, and, 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 uh, and furries. We have a question coming up in future episode about furries. Uh, <laughs> oh, I should have made, hold on, I gotta make another shovel here. So, yeah. Keep going to farlandsofbus.com and uh, donate to Child's Play Charity. There is a uh, a button there. Or I'm sorry, a little field there that you can ask your own questions in the comments. And like I said, a few of these were, were anonymous, uh, possibly by choice, but also just keep in mind that they are by default anonymous. So if you do want your name attached, or nickname, or Twitter name, or YouTube name, or whatever, attached to your question, 
make sure you include that in the actual comment. Otherwise, uh, like by default, for a good reason, uh, the, the donations to Child's Play Charity are anonymous indeed. But I thank you very much for the continued support and, and hanging with me as, as the website was down and now back up. And we are continuing on to the Far Lands. Thank you so much for watching episode 503 of the series. My name is Kurt. I will see you next time. I'm not done answering your question. Come back here. I'm not done with you.